welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 37 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Welcome for another year. I am your host, Jeroen, and with me, as always, is your lovely co-host, Mira. People, like Avengers Endgame, we are living in a post-snap world. Mm -hmm. It's been a hell of a year for us, and I like to talk about it. Yes, um, and consider this uh, an introduction, which it is. Um, also for everyone who is joining us for the first time. It's a new year, so if you are a new listener, welcome. Welcome! Uh, you, you will get to know us um, as the concept of the show is, as I said, that we listen to songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest and then talk about the songs or, Sometimes. or about things that we think about prompted by the songs. We use the Eurovision songs as conversation starters. <laughs> Ideally, we talk about the songs, but sometimes we talk about, I don't know, Lost. Yeah, uh, media that we've consumed and that we either want to recommend to you or not. And uh, little anecdotes from our lives. So um, if, if that sounds great to you, stick around because you're going to get a lot of that. Absolutely. And for those of you who are joining us again after many years, for our day ones, here are, you know, the bullet points, the most important things that have changed in our life situation mm -hmm. over the, since you last heard us. Um, most importantly, we are no longer paying money to a landlord. We are now paying money to a bank. Mm -hmm. um, we have a house that we live in now. We saw we saw a financial um, crisis start happening. Uh, we decided to get it as fast as possible and and buy a house, which we will never financially recover from. No, this is this is a uh, this We've is made fucked a huge up. mistake. This is, a, this is fucked up. Um, I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna get through this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're. Fucked. Yeah, but it's okay. But it's okay because um, we have the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, and that's uh, gonna to distract us. Mm -hmm, we're gonna. It's because it's also the year that our dog decided to like get really sick. And yes, we have we have a beautiful a, so much money. A beautiful, lovely little dog. Uh, she's not that little, but we think she's very little. So uh, small. She's really small. Um, our beautiful dog Chica. Uh, yeah, needed needed some uh, medication and surgery, um, so that set us back a little bit. Um, with the fact that you know you have uh, monthly payments for your your house um, and and that, and also things in your house. Like I feel like when we rented, nothing ever broke, and well, <laughs> you know, like in the three years that we yeah, were in that apartment, something broke. Like sure, but you. Mm, but but in our first apartment, um, when it broke, we moved out. We did move. <laughs> this is true. Um, in the few months that we've been living here in this house, everything has fallen apart things in the do, house. Things do break constantly. Yeah, no, no, all I, around I'm not, us. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's insane, and it's not like things that we can fix ourselves. They're Things that we have to like call guys to yeah. come and fix. It's wild. You have to go like you have to get a guy to. I don't know that many guys to look at your stuff and and be like, yeah, that's bad. Um, it'll be a lot of money for me to do something to that. I'm like, oh my god, but I don't have that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have it. Um. Hey, but listen. This this may seem like we're coming at you with with some with a very defeatist um, negative attitude. Uh, we don't want we don't want to be you know causing any more financial worries because uh, I know you're all. Going it's a cost it. of living crisis it's, yeah, all exactly. over Europe, and I'm sure that will be reflected in the quality of the songs. If this you've year. managed to get Eurovision tickets, good for you. You are too rich to be listening to this podcast. I mean, no, that's not true. We've bought a house. We're too rich to like complain about the this cost is, yeah. of living crisis already. Fair, fair enough, that's true. However, it's a big, you know, financial choice that we were lucky to be able to make, and now it it hasn't put us in like 
the most stable of positions. However, we do have a house, which makes that position more stable. Absolutely. So, you know, um, we are not ones to complain. Uh, I mean, we are ones to complain. We complain. We're Belgians, so we complain yes, constantly about blood. everything um, incessantly. Speaking of which... Um, it's we, how we bond. Yeah, we are Belgians. Um, and that means... Um, Mira, normally you have not heard any of the songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest until we listen to them on the podcast. That is another essential part of the formula that I uh, neglected to mention. <laughs> we should say that up top. Yeah, um, I've listened to all of these songs before. You're hearing them for the very first time. Uh, however, because we are Belgian and Belgium decided to uh, organize a national selection uh, for the first time, you know, in a while... Uh, you have, uh, you have heard what what was on offer in Belgium. Yeah, and I mean, it was one of the bigger disappointments in my. I'm still not over it. <laughs> I'm still not over the fact that Sherine. You know, it's sad because it is kind of her fault that she didn't go through. Her vocal performance on the night of the national selection wasn't great. Uh, neither was the the whole performance, but I still would have loved to see Saman Wipa mm-hmm. uh, go through to Liverpool. Um, that didn't happen, um, so I was like, okay, let's see if any of the other favorites go to Liverpool. And then one of the other favorites um, picked a fight with one of the judges. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, interesting to say that we we have, of course, entered our um, our Alexander Reback Stan era. Absolutely, um, because uh, he was he was a bit of a petty bitch in the jury, and he was correct. Absolutely, hundred um, percent correct. Because uh, I believe he told uh, Gala Drago, who was another one of the pop potential candidates, um, that you know one shouldn't say like. I have a message in my song, and I, I, this is my message. That he's like, if your message, if your song is a message, it should be clear from the song, and you shouldn't like say anything outside of your song. Um, which I agree with. Absolutely. I I don't I don't think like in giving interviews when artists are like, oh, this is the message. I'm like, it goes against step one. It is so of awful. how you write a right. song, believe which is in believe it. in it. Yeah. And then sing it all day long. And then sing it all day long. Don't talk about it. You have to believe in it, sing it, it. and then roll with it. That's how you write a song. And that's how you write a song. And I'm not saying she didn't do that. But anyway, she, yeah, she picked a bit of a fight. Um, She's 17. She was being very 17. Um, And then we had our third, you know, favorite. um, National favorite. Not my personal favorite. Uh, The Starlings, a duo consisting of one of our previous Eurovision entrants, uh, Tom Dice, and his uh, girlfriend, wife, uh, partner, uh, partner, yeah, uh, forming a duo, singing a song written by Laurel Barker. So you know, my arch nemesis, Laurel Barker. Uh, if you are a Eurovision fan, you are familiar with the name. So we'll we'll bring her up at some point later, um, probably. Uh, though I don't think she actually has a song in this year's Eurovision oh, Song thank Contest. Oh, God. But we were very close to it. Um, with, with Roller Coaster. God, uh, I hate Roller Coaster so much. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's become like a radio hit in well, Belgium. See, I've heard, I've heard Saman Wipa and I've heard Roller Coaster and I've heard uh, Because of You on the radio. Gala Drago, gone. Yes. Um, Does not exist anymore. It's not quite a radio song. Not Would really. it have been cool at Eurovision? Maybe. I think it could have done something. I know, but I didn't like it. Yeah. I only liked Saman Wipa. That mm-hmm. was the only one I liked. It. You should have seen me watching these pre-selection episodes. And she started singing Saman Wipa. And Irun was like in the kitchen doing yeah. something. And you can see the TV from like the kitchen island. Because it's, you know, small house. And... I was just like watching thinking, oh, this sounds kind of good. And suddenly she did something that made me like point at the screen and go, babe, babe, she's eating. And she was. <laughs> she's eating. Look. Um, I think it must have been the bridge. It was the bridge. The bridge was mwah, just incredible. It's still one of my favorite songs of the year. It's great. It's it's absolutely great. It was a good start to my... Um, 
my national final playlist, um, which often sees more play than the actual Eurovision uh, playlist of like, you know, songs that I like, not just like stuff from national finals, but where I'm like, I make a list only of the songs that I like, enjoy and like listening to. Yeah. Um, and that was a good start to the playlist. Um, but unfortunately, you know, none of those made it to Eurovision because um, as, as, as we say in Belgium, als twee honden vechten om een been, loopt de derde ermee heen. When two dogs are fighting over a bone, a third dog will come and snatch it away. Yeah, um, which is essentially kind of kind of what happened, um, as the victory was snatched, uh, <laughs> snatched by none other than Gustav. Nobody was more surprised by this than Gustav than himself. Gustav, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the clip of him hearing that he won and just like open mouthed. Shock. It was brilliant. Because he knew he wasn't the best one. I I found it endearing, and I you know I I've somehow managed to take a little piece just because I thought that reaction was so funny. I, yeah. Like, I, I I remember we watched it and it was like, well, this was obviously the funniest outcome that, that there could have been. I would have been way more disappointed if it had been the Starlings. Just because, you know, with the format of the national final, they have the choice of two songs and they picked the one of the two that they claimed felt more personal and again what they what they say might be true to them but it didn't feel that way to me um because it was a song written in a song camp with laurel barker where i'm like i just don't think that feels particularly true to you especially when your other choice is a song just written by you two and maybe a producer um, it was written by you too <laughs> oh my god bono bono yeah you could have had a song by bono i don't Okay, well... Well, I, I do think that, you know, our favorite Sherine also... In Belgium, we switch off between the French-speaking part of the country and the Dutch-speaking part. That's right, we have two broadcasters, and so they have to alternate sending an act. This year was Flemish um, broadcaster that could send a song, and our favorite still sent a song in French. So that's, you know... A lot of Flemish people are gonna be like, "Fuck that!" That's We're what not I voting thought. for yeah. that. Um, That's what I and, thought would happen. Yeah, and you know, we were talking to your mom about it, and she loves Gustav. Does she? She thought it was a very good song, and she voted for it. Yeah, see, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just, I. Ugh. It's the it's the weird thing where we it's ought to, like we ought to listen to it. By the way, because um, that's usually the format of the show that we listen to the song. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Um, I've, I've heard it already, but you know, is there a video? Yes, yes. I would love to. We see have just video. we have just received you know an official video, which is nice. Um, and uh, this is an audio podcast, so you won't see the video. But you know, uh, go to YouTube and look it up. This is a shared experience. This is a happy. shared experience. So if you want, pause the podcast, listen to the song. <laughs> um, but we're going to do that right now, and then you know, get back to like the sort of uh, reactions that we've heard around us in the country, um, and try and gauge um, whether we are crazy in Belgium. This is Gustav for Belgium with. Because of you. When the world got me going crazy, I'll carry on. Cause I know I'm strong. When the world got me going crazy, I'll carry on. And it's all because of you. Because of you. First thing that I noticed there is... Well, first thing I noticed is that he's wearing Walter von Berendonck, which is an Antwerp design, a fashion designer yeah, yeah, yeah. who is you know, so. one of the big six. I hope he wears Walter von Berendonck on the big stage. Uh, he's gonna wear that you know, would be I, great. I'm assuming he's gonna wear like a you know a big outfit like he did in the national selection. It was it was big crazy, but like great. I I kind of vibe with his stupid big hat, his I love his big, stupid his big, big hat. sleeves and big pants. It was like. You, I kind of yeah, I yeah, kind of vibe with the style. You look style. crazy, but like okay. Um I know we came out as anti-hat last year. Um however, I do think that if you are wearing a hat and it is th that you have to make it very big and he's 
he's doing that, but I think it should be bigger. I think he should have a bigger hat. I don't like his baseball cap in the video here. I think he should be wearing a brimmed hat that is the size of the stage. He should absolutely just look like Doug Dimadon, owner of the Dimsdale Dimadome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Big hat. Big giant, hat. Just so, so tall. Tall hat. That maybe that's where the backing vocalists are hiding in his hat. In his hat, and that it's like a magic trick where he pulls backing vocalists out of his hat. We could we do something like that? Like just, I'm just like let's let's do something with a hat. Let's do something with a hat. Tall hat, bit wide hat, big hat. Um, and this is the year where I am pro hat. Yeah, because as Shireen, uh, our favorite who didn't win, tweeted out after the show. Uh, she was like, we gotta, you know, hey, support Gustav. We stand uh, a good daddy in a hat. Absolutely. Is, what she, she's great. is what she said. Um, and I agree. Um, which is not to say that, like, yes, this is great, I stand it. But I'm like, hey, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Um, it's a fun, you know, whether that is whether, whether it is because we've been, you know, worn down over time and now I'm like, yeah, okay, this is what it is. Uh, after the initial shock wears off of of this being what what has been selected, if you forget about the other offerings, <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, There's also okay. a very good story behind it. Sure, that yeah. is short enough that every like announcer commentator can just quickly say that during the pod uh, during the postcard. Yeah, there's some quick story to tell. Yeah, he 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 was a backing vocalist. Um, Several years in a row uh, for Hoover Phonic and for, I believe, maybe for Senec as well. And yeah, now is, you And know, he was never able to be on the stage. And steps out So he's been the, uh... singing at Eurovision for years. Yeah, he's been there before. But, uh, but he's never he's been visible on the stage. Visible act. Yeah, I mean, which is, you know, it's always nice. I like seeing backing vocalists on stage. I, I do I applaud love... the creative decision to also, yeah, yeah. feature... He he absolutely so he has women. three backing vocalists that are like you know people that he's women that he's worked with often mm -hmm. that he has been a backing vocalist with and what I really liked in his um in his national final performance was just that they were just next to him on the stage he had like a little round stage on the stage that's like this is my little stage and they started out like on the side of the stage and then they just got onto that little stage with him so it's yeah, like it's very <laughs> it's very like equal equalizing it's i very loved in it infectious and it's very sweet um in that way and the vibe is the is vibe nice is correct because of that it's like oh yeah this is this is Nice and yeah, inclusive in a way where uh, of, not not just because you know they're three women of color and no, I but just think it's like, like solidarity. We can, we can I fucking see who's singing this. Yeah, I think this is like union vibes. Yeah, they're unionizing. It's interesting because I think there's a lot of actual there's actually a lot of nice stuff to say about this, even if our initial reaction was like utter disbelief <laughs> like watching it now i'm like yeah this is our entry okay so what do we it's what a, do we it's do a with decent that? belgium entry like it's it's kind of what i said like your mom liked this i think a lot of like older belgian people appreciate this type of gay right because i was just about to say a lot of older people in Belgium might appreciate it, but this is this is a queer, explicitly a queer song. Yeah. Um, but so in Belgium, how come it has that like... amount of support? Um, Belgium has always been pretty forward. We were with, the second, with LGBTQ rights. Second country to, to legalize, uh, legalize gay, gay marriage. marriage. Most old people know like a gay couple. <laughs> yeah. That like they like they have co-workers that are a gay couple and they and like I've heard most old people tell me like I went to their wedding and it was great. Like they're surprised that it was great. <laughs> sure. And it was so normal but they were gay. And <laughs> Like yeah, yeah thanks. Of course, of course, it was normal. <laughs> of course, it was normal. But then, like, it's not normal because they were like, "Ooh, they had you know feathers up their ass or whatever." Okay. And yeah. it's like, no, they didn't. But sure. In sure. that sense, it's like you look at this and it's like, this is not outlandish. This is this is palatable without like being sanitized. No, because they still like have their butt out in the video. Yeah. 
Um, but I think old people, like, the olds will see this more as, like, a fun spectacle than as, like, they're trying to convert our children because most old people in this country, like, don't care about the gays confer- converting their children anymore. Like, if a, if a boy child likes pink, they'll still be like, that's a girl color, you silly! Um, that will still happen, but they're not, like, mad at gay people about it. <laughs> right. Still gonna try to make sure your kids, you know... The, you're, they're still gonna try, try to make, make sure them, that they're... Try to make kids. them straight first, but... But if they turn out gay, you know, that's not their fault. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a weird vibe here in Belgium. That being said, is this song good? No! <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's like, can no, I... No, Bestie, it isn't. Can I deal with it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can I, I accept can this? Yeah, sure. It's the thing where, like, the worst thing a song can be is in Eurovision is boring. And there's a lot to say about this. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not mad about it going. I'm not particularly bored by it. I, I, it's not my favorite type of song, um, and it's not my, it's not my favorite this year, obviously. Um, but like, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not angry. I wasn't angry at, the, at when no. it was chosen at all. I was like, okay, we, I... we are Belgium. We are gonna do something weird. Make a bizarre choice. Our national finals never go the way they should. And this is just another instance of that where I'm like, okay, this is so true to us as a country Absolutely. to send this when we had, you know, the choices that we had. But no one's going to know about our other choices, so it's just this, you know, on its own merits. And if you're listening to this and you haven't heard Sherine's Samanwipa, <laughs> which, you know, didn't make it, go, go look it up. It's so good. Yeah, do, it's such do a look good at it. Song. She is. Um, she'll probably be out with a music video for it soon. I think she was shooting one. Um, so you know, when that comes out, uh, you'll hear about it probably. Yeah, uh, it's very good. But you know, we don't got it. We got this. She uh, doesn't exist anymore. She doesn't exist anymore. We don't talk about her. We don't talk about Shane. We uh, we only talk about Gustav. One last thing I want to say about this, um, and it's something that I think we might. Like, my prediction, I, I've i been very good at not being spoiled this year sure. about anything. But seeing this music video, I do see that it is square. Right, we got a one-to-one aspect ratio, which is uh, entirely which, new. Which, to me, it's square, and all of the action is happening to the middle or to the top of the middle. Which is telling me that this was shot with a longer, like... In portrait. I'm not sure. I think so it may just be one-to-one. Like one, re- I think it's meant to be seen as like a reel or okay. a TikTok. I think there's a longer version. Maybe. Like Maybe not longer in like, yeah, 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 yeah. but I think it's cropped so that, you know, okay. it's easier to see on a phone. And I think this is not the last we're going to see of that this year. It's why a lot of things are now in, in happening in the middle. Like... Sparks, the new Sparks video. The fact, okay, the fact that there's gonna be the potential for crops, I I think is something I have to look out for whether that that comes up in other videos too. It's, it's not something I've, I've noticed, yeah. um, but I like your idea of the prediction, so we we shall be looking at that. I I have been noticing that in like non Eurovision things, like the new Sparks video mm-hmm. for you know the instant classic hit. The girl is crying in her latte. They have Kate Blanchett in a yellow suit in the middle of the screen doing an improv dance. Mm-hmm. It's very good, but I am like, well, that's something you see a lot of these days is an eye-catching thing, yeah. full body, mm-hmm. in the middle, doing a replicable dance. You're trying. They're trying to go viral, and that's just you know what it is these days. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. like, and that, and I, and I want to see that change. I'm like, no, that I accept that that's what it is these days. But it is something to look out for. Yeah, our next, our next song isn't going to do um, exactly that, um, but we should, we should look at this video, and uh, I think there is some kind of similarity because I think there's a lot of centered action in the next music video we'll be watching. Um, those of you who've heard the songs and seen the videos might know what I'm alluding to. And, you know, Mira, you might know what I'm alluding to as well. Because usually, um, our, our format of the show is in our first episode, if, you know, we get the chance, we like to talk about 
something you already know. Belgium. So, you know, Belgium, if, if you've heard it before, um, and the host country. Um, now, I say host country, actually what I mean is last year's winner, um, because Ukraine uh, was among the first countries to select their act. I think they might have even been the first oh, wow. uh, this year. Um, so, you know, we kicked it off with, with Ukraine um, hosting a national selection in a subway station. Wow. Very cool. Sick. Uh, it was, it was very cool. Um, it was happening so early in the year that I wasn't on, like, Eurovision mode yet, and I just completely missed it. No! (laughs) Where I was like, oh, Vidbir has already happened? Okay. Um, then after that, uh, Albania chooses, which we'll be listening to after this. And after that was Belgium. So this, these are, uh, the first three songs that we had this year. I, we're doing, you know, we're doing first things first on this episode. So the absolute ultimate first and, you know, uh, a pretty important one is the host country, uh, the winner of last year's Eurovision Song Contest, Ukraine. Uh, they have selected Tvorchi. And their song, Heart of Steel. Okay, this already sounds really cool. Don't be scared to say just what you think. Cause no matter how bad someone's listening. Don't get what you say, yeah, yeah. Don't get how you <laughs> I love it when when you know I just I just wait to see what your reaction is and it's a sound. <laughs> I I like making sounds and noises. Um, I like their jackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice it's styling. Nice styling. The song. It's a lot of like tedious work to get to one cool part and then it's over. I don't like it that much. Yeah, I mean, I'll you know I'll be honest. It's not my favorite. Um, it's not my favorite Ukrainian entry uh, of all time, because um, you know Ukraine is a Eurovision powerhouse, and as far as as far as the Ukrainian music scene uh, goes, like I said last year with Stefania, they do have a lot of quote unquote cool hip hop uh, in the Ukrainian music scene. Apparently, so, Tvorchi has been in in the national selection before a few years past. Um, I preferred their song then. Um, which also, like, you know, kind of colored this for me. Um, a few years ago, they participated with a song called Bonfire that I really liked um, that went on my national selection playlist that uh-huh. year. Um, and, you know, by comparison, I was like, oh, this isn't as strong or as immediate to me as that was. Yeah, there's no there's no hook. It doesn't hook I, you. Yeah, I don't think the hook is particularly strong. Too bad. But it is, you know, it does have something very cool. Yeah, it's like cool but a bit, boys, a bit, isn't it? A bit detached, cool, you know. Yeah. Because it's like I don't, I don't care how you feel, kind of, kind of coolness. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe, 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 care, care. maybe caring is important. Yeah, I don't think that everyone has to like sing about the power of friendship, or no, no, no. I, I think like a I don't care song is fun, but it has to be a little cheekier. Because if it's just like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, and there's no, I love it, <laughs> mm-hmm. then There's no it's crashing your like, car into the bridge and watching it, yeah, watch me burn, yeah. It's just you saying you don't care, it's and like, there's not nothing that's like, and it's, showing it's, me it's the, why that's a cool thing to it's do. It's the suspiciously specific denial, isn't it? Where it's, you're just yeah. like... Know, you actually you, care a lot, I think. You're saying that you don't care like a lot. Um, so yeah. do you wanna do you want me to say something? Do you want me to I know you say you don't care what I say, but like do you want yeah, but I'm not saying anything. Do you want me to say something? Do you want me to say it's <laughs> so like, yeah, okay, I I'm sorry guys, if you don't care what I say, then I'm I guess I guess I won't say anything then. A man right? who has to say that he is king is no true king. <laughs> no, but actually like that that may be how I'm how I genuinely feel about it because if they if they sing that they don't care what I say, right? Then I'm like, yeah, but I don't then I don't know what I want to say about your song. 
it kind of like just doesn't really inspire in me much reaction which is weird like yeah. i don't i don't have a lot of opinions about this i don't hate it i don't dislike it i think like okay the beat's kind of cool uh they are they are cool um the song itself isn't like isn't like a super banger that makes me excited to hear it it's just that i'm like okay all right well you you just go ahead you you just go ahead then you if, just go ahead then do that if someone likes it that's great but i'm not i'm you know okay with Gustav, what he says is, remember when they used to say, we're not good enough. Yeah. I love the pause that, <laughs> there in the song. We're not good enough. That is like a specific example yeah. of something well, someone very, has said to him it's a very that old he school, doesn't um, care. It's kind of, it's, it's a very old school kind of gay anthem, you know? Oh my god, Chica. <laughs> Chica just fell out of her <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, she's quiet again. It, it's very old school. It's always kind of funny, like Jenny B style, where it's like we don't have to listen to what they say if yeah. they say that we suck. Brush it's, off, it's, brush off the haters. Brush off the haters. I but they're I, not even talking about haters. Well, no, I, I mean, I suppose there's there's a similarity there between those songs, you know, where where Gustav's is like I'm I am continuing defiant um in the face of all the adversity and the slurs and whatever all of the slurs people tell tell me i don't care because i have my gay chosen family i have my yeah i have my family or i have you know whatever he he explained it in in the national final also to where it was like this could be about anything about about like a partner or just about like your found family yeah you have some reason to carry on despite adversity and it's like that's a very old school kind of message that i feel like you don't hear that often in that way but it like you know it it harkens back to a to a a time in queer history that like we are we we can remember we can we we can remember he can remember it more than us because he's like what 40 he's in his 40s yeah yeah so yeah absolutely that i He's definitely allowed to make that exactly, but statement. like I, I, I enjoy it for that. Absolutely, where the, they have that boys... throwback house-ish kind of kind of sound. Oh, it's very yes. like it's very old school, very nineties, exactly. um, and there is a house revival going on. So you know, this is you know R and B. This is hip hop. It's I, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad, but um... I'm not like extremely warm for it. You know, like this doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't make me, me make me hyped. <laughs> and I don't know what the link was. We were saying, oh right, that it's both kind of like, I'm just gonna do my, my own I'm thing. just gonna do my thing, you know, in spite of the things that you say and do. Which is like, sure, they have haters, uh, namely the Russians. Yeah, yeah. The Russians are the ultimate haters. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I think you can come out a bit stronger than this. Right, but... If you're dealing with that caliber of haters, but you, you can say a little bit yeah. more than yeah, I no, don't but care there is an interesting say. choice as, like, you know, the country that is currently at war to not send an explicit pro-peace or very patriotic song as, like, you know, Stefania had a lot more of the, the bucolic pastoral imagery and, like, mother referring to like your country like it was very uh it it was it was much closer to like that sense of cultural identity that also prompted people to vote for it than this is this is very much like it's kind of detaching from that to be like a normal song which i think is also a valid kind of choice in the way of like we are just gonna continue doing our thing yeah but their thing was and is supposed to be sending extremely good songs to Eurovision. Like Go A wasn't about the motherland. Well, no, and I'm not yeah, I know. But that song absolutely fucked and still fucks to mm-hmm. this day. It's true. Um I don't see this being a song that I think about in a year's time. Speaking of time, do you ever think of time? What? By O Torvald? Ukraine's last host entry. 
Wait, what? Time to look into oh, your shit. eyes. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think of that song? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Every time we talk about time, okay. well, every I'm time we say, say the word time. Just saying that, like, you know, your host entry doesn't necessarily need to be the strongest thing. You just won. It's kind of, I think it's respectable. It's fine. It's not gonna, it's not gonna break, like, the top. If it does, it's, it's because we still have some kind of Ukrainian sympathy, which of course we do, but I don't think it's as strong as it was last year. I think, like, we are not gonna see a sweep just because. And I'm not saying that that is exactly what happened last year, because I do think Stefania was always in with a shot. Yeah. But... It definitely was amplified by, you know, our current political, uh, geopolitical situation. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so this is, you know, it's nice, like we said. Um, uh, we've only listened to two songs out of 37, so let's get to the third one. Uh, this one is coming to us from Albania. Albania! Yeah. Who was uh, Albania last year? Albania last year was... Secret. Secret. Uh, what? Ronella Hajati singing Who? Secret. Huh? Uh, uh, oh, I will never You know, game a secret. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I had no idea what you were talking about. I had to think. That song does not exist anymore nope. in my brain. There's... it. No. Uh, okay, so let's see what they bring. Let's just go on to a new year, because it's a new year, new song. Uh, selected through their Festival Ikengis, their entry for Eurovision 2023. It is Albina. Albina for Albania, yes, yeah, I know, very, it, I know yeah, what we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Kelmendi family. The Kelmendi family? Are they her family, or Albi- are they just a family? No, this is Albina Kelmendi okay. and the Kelmendi family. Oh, okay. But, you know, she just goes by Albina, because she's a... She's a she's a star. She only needs a first name, you know. No, I'm a star. <laughs> I'm a star. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> no, but you've seen the clip. That's enough. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is it like her dad or is well, it like we'll her see. kids? We'll see. We'll we'll see. Okay. You'll see who it is. I want to know. Just prepare for Albina and the Kelmendi family. Okay. Think I... think La Familia Madrigal, but Albanian. Oh, I was I was thinking more like. Sound of Music. <laughs> yes, think Sound of Music, but Albanian. Fantastic. High, high hopes. Put their, it on. Their entry is called Duye, uh, which uh, I'm told means as much as love them. Okay, let's see if we love them. Exactly. This is Albina and uh, the Familia Kelmendi for Albania with Duye. <laughs> That was fantastic. That's exactly what I want to see. And also, what I think happened there in the video. Yeah. Like, I, what I think I, I the story... To, right, I, need to, I need you to tell me, because I'm not sure. Okay, so she's in the house that she grew up with, happily, with her family. Because the pictures are still on the walls. Because the pictures are still on the walls. So this has to be her house, because there's a picture of... Of her and her brother i'm assuming this is all like blood relatives right like they're all siblings and they have the mom and dad um all of them still alive like it's not like one of them died and she's like she's missing them no she calls her brother she calls her brother because he's in a meeting he's in a meeting very reasonable my sister's calling me i not right now extremely reasonable she she sees her two sisters eating salad and singing at each other um and like she goes through the house which is like covered in, you know, like fabric sheets, sheets, like yeah, like uh, nobody lives there anymore, and she's just like remembering the old times, the happy memories, happy memories as a family, and now they all have like jobs, and they're not hanging out together anymore, and they don't live at home, and she's like, why, oh why, am I an adult? So this. Is the most relatable song I think that we've heard yet. 
Yeah. Like, she's just really screaming, like, why the fuck did I grow up? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's a good interpretation um, of what we're seeing in the music. What we're seeing in the music. I don't understand the goddamn lyrics. Uh, (laughs) The family seems to have chosen the most conventionally attractive sibling (laughs) to be the star. (laughs) This is a good point, and I'm glad you made it. Um, Because, like, the sisters, both, like, very attractive women. They're all good-looking people, you know? why her... Is it because she's the skinniest? <laughs> like, I don't well, get it. I think she's the one who, like, really went into the music business. Right. And chose to have, like, her family back her up on this song. Because I'm assuming that they do have, like, a, a you know, a family tradition of singing together. Or maybe they all are, like, you know, they went to music school or whatever. I think but, that's But, cute. like, she's the one, I think, who, you know, became the star. Yeah, obviously because, her brother has a normal job. Because she's, she's the most meeting. conventionally attractive. Um, and it's it's great, because you see these, you know, relatively normal, lo- yeah, normal-looking siblings and parents backing her up, and it's great. It's It's very good. I want this to win... Just for the... No, 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 no. Just for the moment of them, like, saying, like, and the winner is Albania, and it cuts to, like, their chairs in the green room, and they're not there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we are thinking Von Trapp family singers. Absolutely Von Trapp family singers. Like, they're not there. They have fled the country. Why? (laughs) Why? Why have they fled the UK? What's the... I'm just saying what I would like to it's happen. It's not as if Father Kelmendi has to go into the Navy and report to Bremerhaven in the morning. Absolutely fantastic. I think it's tremendous. I think I, this is a fantastic I genuinely song. think it's great. Can we um, have a look at the lyrics, It's please? really dramatic. Yes, I can pull those up. Because I want to know like how right I am. I really want this to be just about a woman who is just like, I was happy when I was a kid. Um, I, can, I know it's not quite that because I looked it up before. Um, um, but it is, it is sort of the implication we're getting from the, from the music video. Um, I think it's more about, you know, the, the, a happy family as a concept and that being like at risk and that being lost. Um, so like I said, Duye means love them, um, which I guess is, is, you know, them singular, uh, love her or love him. Oh, um, and it is something of a of a plea to 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 try and you know still love each other i guess to save your family yeah if there is someone in your life then love them it's okay but like what if your family sucks <laughs> yeah right but you know let's she clearly she clearly means this she is clearly very invested in She's performing this weeping. song she has her family on stage so i think there's something in here that's truthful to her that doesn't make this like a general preachy kind of thing but let's let's just look at these lyrics and see like what if we agree with the take um so thanks to uh a user here on uh lyricstranslate.com uh eurovision fans favorite website (laughs) something inside me is suffocating i don't know what's happening i want it to stop Uh, Having everything, having it all, yet I don't feel content. They are splitting over a word. They're splitting, murdering love. They're separating, forgetting they have a home and kids at the table. Oh, it's like, hey, parents, don't get divorced. Yeah, it's... That's a bad message. I feel like people should get divorced. Well, I mean, I'm not saying, like, get divorced as much as possible, but it is like sometimes a divorce... Is what should happen. A lot of people will say, like, divorce rates have gone up. Like, that's a bad thing? It's like, it's good that more people are getting divorced. Because that means that more people aren't stuck in, like, relationships that they don't want to be in. So yeah, the the chorus, uh, you know, implores whoever is the subject of the song to love them. Love them like before. Keep that love safe. Keep it safe like your life. Don't throw stones at it. Keep that love safe. Love it like your life. I do agree that, like, you know, work on your relationship. Yeah, as, as like, you know... Uh, 
Especially if you have kids at the table. Work on your relationship. Like, try and... You mean, talk to each other is the first thing, right? Like, don't, don't, just, don't just fight, don't just break up, but sometimes it is what you need to do. I would say don't have kids if you aren't, like... Yeah, but sometimes the fighting happens after you start having kids. Okay. There must have been something wrong before then. Absolutely. Sorry. But yeah, like, I, I, could, I could understand reading the lyrics now and being like, well, that's a bit weird. Is this, like, just against the concept of divorce? Um, and I'm not sure that it is. Her parents aren't divorced. Right. So she has no reason to be talking about this. Maybe they almost got divorced once, and they stayed together, and they worked on their relationship for the sake of now, the children, and not and like now hold because on though, because because like, the parents show up in the in the music video right? and at the performance for that first chorus. They're the ones after she, after she starts a very dramatic plea of like I'm I'm suffocating. I don't know what to do. Um, I feel like shit. Uh, they come in <laughs> Relatable. And, and they say, love them. They tell her, do ye. So I'm like, is it? Is it not her brother? <laughs> see, that's what confused me. Because at the beginning, if you see like a woman who looks, you know, like she's in a revenge outfit. Looking longingly at a picture of her with another with, man. With one other man. Calling just her the and one other man. other man and then he doesn't pick up. The language there tells me X. X or current boyfriend who does not pay enough attention. Right, there. right, yeah. Like, like this is going to be a breakup song. And then that narrative is sort of supported if if she's ready to like, you know get angry and and and, and yeah. take a revenge on him but someone like calms her down her parents telling her and they're like he's just in a meeting <laughs> he's just in a meeting he's love just... him could still be about your brother you know could be like hey you... <laughs> he's in a meeting don't, he can't pick up don't right hit now your brother because he's it's not like he was on a hike it's but, not like he was just yeah. at home eating ice cream watching a movie and like chose not to pick right, up i have to i have to just real quickly look up who's in the who's in the Kilmendi family i need to know if it is her brother this is this is not where i thought this was gonna go huh? okay someone here needs to tell me who the members of this family are come on <laughs> No, 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 no. Albina Kalendi became famous during the addition of The Voice. Uh, Bujar and Albana. Albina Kel- and Albana? Are the father and mother of the family. Okay. Are musicians by profession, profession and have spent a large part of their artistic life singing at weddings in the country and abroad. Great. I love that for them. Uh, Bujar and Albana Kalmendi have three children. Daughters Sidorella and Albina and son Albin. So it is her brother. So it is her brother. Okay. So yeah. So and this his is name just... is Albin. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Hello. Great. Uh. So it is her brother. Okay. So, Confir- we, have, okay, so we have just like blood relatives on stage here. Um. Okay. Then. Then what do we do with that? <laughs> what do we do with that information? We just no. What we do with that information we is just it. say that like that's kind of weird the way that they shot that. The way, yeah. The way that it was shot is definitely a little confusing. Um, I, I agree. <laughs> but I accept it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Eurovision. They're clearly Sometimes. very close. Um, and that's fine. And that's, and that's okay. Yeah, um, you know, regardless of, of the exact message, uh, like I said, clearly this is, this is important because they're performing as a family and clearly she is very serious about this because she's putting her whole albussy into it. And, <laughs> She, I want her to weep like mascara tears on stage. That would be great. That's what I want to see from this. And yeah, the uh, the Albania is one of the dress in black, screaming, uh, mourning kind of countries. Yes, but to be fair, the colorful outfits in this music video, in the flashbacks, in the flashbacks that sweater with the writing on it that really her cute. sister wears, where do I get that? Mm-hmm. It's really cute. So, you know, maybe Albania could do a non-dressed in black. Yeah, and wants... we say that, but this but but this song is a black. This is black. The color scheme for this one is Oh, yeah, is for sure. And, and I love it. 
And I love that for her. But it makes me think like, ooh, with, you know, Ice Towards the Future. Yeah. If they want to do like a bubbly, colorful song once, maybe we're ready for that as a continent. We're ready for Albania to do a non-black entry. Not if, racist. If they feel like it. Because again, you have to be true to who you are. Um, I guess that's sort of the theme of the episode. Uh, be true to who you are. And I believe that Albina and the Kilmendi family are true to who they are in this, uh, in this song. That's three songs. That's the first three songs. That's right. We have kicked it off. God, I'm glad. I've Very, been... Yeah. I've been ready for like over a month to start recording, but you have to be in the right zone because you're, you know, in charge of the podcast in our relationship. Uh, I have to get into um, what I what I have what I have recently called uh, Stockholm syndrome, which is to say that um, by the time Sweden selects their song, I have convinced myself that I do like some of this year's Eurovision songs. <laughs> Because there's a long, long time where you're listening to the songs that get selected and you're thinking, oh my god, oh my god, stop. I, I can't be into this. This is bad. This sucks. Um, and then a couple songs come out and everything starts making sense. Um, and then some of the songs that you thought were shit um, start sounding good. Um, so I have to get to that point. So that I can start the podcast um, and get you with fresh ears to tell me that it's shit. No, you're wrong. This is this has been shit all along, and I can I can get back to earth. Then that's you can of, let it yeah, go again. It's kind of how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. So that's gonna be the end of our first episode. Do we that's have anything right. we want to plug? Um, do we? Well, plug our dog's Instagram because she's really cute. Chica dot paprika. Yeah, if you want to see that that little dog that we've been talking about. She's fine, by the way. I just realized that we like mentioned that she had surgery, and then we didn't say if she was okay or not. Oh yeah, she's, she's great. She's fine. It's um, it's it's going better. But uh, Chica, we are losing money, and it's all because of you. It's all because of you. That's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll be back for the next one when we'll be talking about some more songs from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Bye bye now. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.